Good morning, everyone. This is Tracy Talks with Anchor.fm. I get this question a lot, and I wanted to address this hopefully in under five minutes. And this is how to use LinkedIn, how to actually use it to better yourself and or your business and maximize the efficiency of being on it. So why are you on LinkedIn, first of all? That would be my question to you. If it is to get seen, then it's almost as hopeful as, you know, throwing a bunch of uh, flyers out of an airplane and hoping that someone will pick it up and buy from your services only because there are just massive amounts of people on LinkedIn. And until you do something to get recognized, for example, write an article, post a video, um, do something that posts something other than you, you, you and your resume and or your profile. It doesn't really do a lot for you, but take up time. And so I don't want you to take up more of your valuable time getting no results. So I want to talk about how to use LinkedIn to get a customer, enrich your life by meeting up with you know other like-minded people. Um, there are groups that you can join that if you don't know about groups on LinkedIn, just go check it out. Um, do a bit of exploring. And I always say that if you want to learn anything, your YouTube is your answer. YouTube is like an instant access to every library in the planet and every brain pretty much on the planet right now, because all of us coaches and experts and trainers are putting free content on YouTube. So um, it's all really free. So why, why not go there? spend five minutes a day on YouTube. So cut five minutes off of your scrolling on Facebook, Instagram. This is a great exercise. Seriously, it takes five minutes to go on YouTube and just pull up the search and put in how to use LinkedIn. So that training, that tutorial, they're usually anywhere from one to five to 10 minutes to an hour. And you can really learn how to use that software. So for me, LinkedIn is about reconnecting with colleagues that I've already worked with, because if I've already worked with them, they have a very good understanding of who I am. I don't have to resell my whole self. So I go back to past jobs of people that I've worked with, bosses maybe. You can choose. You can pick and choose you, who you want to fill your Rolodex on LinkedIn. And that's the great part. It's your account. It's your contacts. And but, you know, the point of having 1,500 contacts on LinkedIn is you may as well have five if you're not going to do anything with them. So it, so while it's nice to have a big contact list, it's how you use it that really gets you forward, uh, moves you forward. So reconnecting with past colleagues for me is something that is really a conversation that you start on a, um, on a chat and you don't have to be selling anything, but just engage in a conversation. Secondly, um, join a group. So find a group that has that you're interested in. It doesn't have to be work related. It could be, you know, sightseeing in the area that, that you live in. If, if you pursue your passion, let's say you love bird watching. If you pursue that particular passion and you find like-minded people and you go out and do that activity, chances are someone's going to eventually say, so what do you do for a living? And that's your opportunity, the door open to sell your services. That's why they say there's a saying in the corporate world that more business gets done on a golf course than in the, than in the boardroom. And that's so true because you're out, you're golfing, you're relaxed, you're 
you're with people you want to be with, and it's natural to gravitate to a conversation about business eventually. But you start off with being in the environment that you're most natural, and that golf theory does totally work. So if golf's not your thing, find your thing, find your group, either on LinkedIn or Facebook, do, and then go out and do it, and business will follow. Um, lastly, is it a place to do business? You bet. Is it a place to get a job? You bet. But there are lots of ways to under to try and figure out how to do that properly. Um, a lot there's there's more people on LinkedIn trying to sell you something than there are offering things. So it makes it it makes it a little difficult to navigate through the tools. But having your profile up to date, I would say, is the number one thing to start with. If your profile has one single spelling mistake or one error in it, you're already off to a bad start. So that's where I would suggest you start is go to your LinkedIn profile, go through it and make sure there are not any gaping holes of time, first of all. So if you took two years off, explain why you took two years off. I saw one year um, explained by someone who is an entrepreneur saying, I took a year off to go sail the world. I mean, like, isn't that brilliant? That's amazing. That's a great um, conversation starter in a, in a job versus one year blank. And then that leaves the employer to say, why'd you take this year off? Why'd you leave the job? And it goes down a, a, a dark road versus you took a year off to go sailing. Wow, that's amazing. Tell me all about it. So that's the difference. So it's okay to have some gaps in your, in your profile of time in your job history, um, but explain it in a positive, up, upbeat way. And obviously, you don't ever want to lie. You don't ever want to put on anything there that's not true. Um, you'll get found out and caught, and it's just not necessary. Add in all of the volunteer things you do. You don't think you, a lot of people say, oh, I don't really volunteer much. But, you know, if you've ever volunteered once in your entire life or donated any money ever in your whole entire life, list it. So if you're a regular donor for Heart and Stroke every year at Christmas time, for example, you can put down, I'm a donor for heart and stroke. It shows that you have a human side to your profile by adding in the heart and stroke logo at the bottom under volunteer services. Um, if your children are involved with big brothers, big sisters, and you happen to, you know, bake for that for them once a year for their Christmas party or whatever, add that in. Obviously it has to be true, but make sure that you have some sprinkle in a lot of um, recognizable logos into your profile. If you want to take a look at mine, feel free. I'm listed as Tracy with an E Parnell and just scroll down my profile and see what I've done. And you'll see that it looks more eclectic, more interesting by adding in and more human by adding in volunteer services that you do. And you'll see through mine how I've done that. And by joining groups, you also get to use their logo when they approve you to join the group. So that's another way of bringing logos and bringing color and life into your profile. Once your profile is up 100% ready, then you can take it to that next level. But that's the play, first place I tell people to start. Make sure it's 100% accurate. Take the time to do it like you would a resume. And if you do it right and you do it accurate and keep it up to date and work from this platform, you don't really need to do a resume. You can simply direct employers to your LinkedIn profile. So you can use it as an ongoing live resume. I've actually printed off my profile, which is a, like 14 pages. Um, in one case, when I was looking for a contract with the, the government agency, 
And I printed it off and took it to the resume or took it to the interview rather. And I printed it off and said, here's my LinkedIn profile. And they went, wow, that was really nice of you to print that off for me. And I said, yes. And, 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 and I just wanted to save you the time of having to go online and do it. So you have, there's my resume essentially. Um, and it's more up to date. It's more current. So you know what? Food for thought. I hope that helps you. Feel free to link in. If you hear um, this podcast and you're still listening to this podcast, then feel free to LinkedIn, friend me, contact, request me uh, through, uh, through LinkedIn. And just on your um, request, just put, I heard your podcast and I will automatically accept you. I only normally accept people that I've shaken hands with, but now I'm making exceptions, of course, through this virtual world. So if you've heard my podcast, please mention that in the invitation and I will engage in a back and forth conversation with you and help you on your next step once you have your profile up and up and uh, running and feel free to invite me to look at your profile and I'll, I'll happily do that. I normally charge and I'm not charging. This is a free offer. And so tell me what you would like me to do that will help empower you to the next level, to the next step to make that next deal, whatever I can do, I will do my best to help you. And please don't forget to mention podcast. So I know where you came from. Um, and I can help you as quickly as possible. This is another episode of Tracy Talks with Anchor.fm. Thank you for listening. I hope you got inspired, educated, or empowered in one small or big way by hearing my talk. Thank you. Bye for now.